What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The Unique Lip Balm, Electric and Sonic Toothbrushes, Unique Smiles Charcoal Toothpaste, Teeth Whitening Gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique Smiles by Tony. Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 podcast, the RIP 28 podcast. This is a podcast where a few friends can get together and we can talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. I am your host, Sly, the sports guy, and I'm joined by a few of my good friends. We'll start off in the top left. In the top left, we got the doctor. What's going on, Dr. J? Ain't not much. Uh, good week, man. I get my, my new mattress this week. I've been waiting on for probably like four weeks. COVID had them backed up. And so uh, I'm just ready. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm good to hey, go. Let's hey, what type go of mattress that is? It was like one of them, the like it's mattress called, in a bag or something? Yeah, yeah. It's called Purple. Purple, um, yeah. So it's like a, uh, like a Dr. Scholl's kind of elastic polymer. So it pulls to breathe. I got a memory foam mass mattress. It just gets hot at night. So I'm all right, we we get that product review on another day. We get that. Oh, we give you about a month, then we get the product. Hey, but review. anyway, I'm ready. To come Tuesday, I'm ready to get it. So all let's right. go. All right. Down on the other side, we got LBZ. What's going on, BZ the Great? What's happening, man? You know, it's your boy BZ the Great, the educator's educator, aka. Uncle Elroy, a.k.a. your favorite coach, favorite coach. I'm ready to get this thing started. I got, a, you know, a few jokes I want to tell today, but we'll get it started. <laughs> all right, all right. Now we got a special guest, a special guest. We got the one and only, the beautiful Miss Courtney Thomas. Courtney Thomas, the money coach. Courtney, how you doing over there? Hey, 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 Sly. I am doing well, man. Just glad to be here. I'm very happy to be here. Yes, I am. <laughs> Well, we are. You look like you from down. You look like you from down. <laughs> we are very happy to have you, Courtney. Uh, you know, we like I said, we've known all, all our buddies on the podcast, man. We've known each other for years, and and we've known Courtney for just about most of all those years. We Courtney go way back with us, so it's, we're glad to have Courtney. But before we go too far, man, we want to tell everybody where you can check us out for all the all the watchers on YouTube. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Podbay, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor. Man, we are all over, man. Make sure you check us out. And when you check us out, not only do you want to check us out, man, make sure you hit that like button and make you make sure you subscribe. Because I'm going to be honest, man, if you listen to this podcast one time and you don't hit the like button or you don't subscribe, Man, your mama probably raised you wrong. That's that's really the only thing. That's the only reason I can think of for you not to like or subscribe to this podcast, man. As we get ready to Sly, kick, it. stop saying probably. Stop saying probably. Okay, my bad. She my raised bad. them wrong if they ain't liking a Rip Twenty Eight podcast. Yeah, that is what it is. It ain't Say no problem. 
It ain't no property to it. Your mama just raised you wrong. It just raised you wrong. Man. Raised you wrong. But before we get into it, man, you know, um, got to get a little bit of liquid uh, refreshment going on, man. Anybody sipping on something special, man? What you got down there, LBZ? You know, I got a, one of my favorite, new favorites. I got Ciroc, Apple, and Sprite. But I'm drinking. Speaking out of my Rep 28 podcast Tumblr, which which will be coming out soon. Nice. The Rip 28 podcast Tumblr, man. You see LeBron got the Rip 28 podcast Tumblr. Turn it around. Model for the people. There you go. There you go. And the shirt. And the shirt. The Rip 28 podcast shirt. And all colors and flavors and everything you need, man. Make sure you hit us up at our Gmail at Rip 28 podcast at Gmail. Hit us up, man. So you can get some of this Rip Twenty Eight merch, man. What you got over there, Doctor J? What you sipping on? Merch. I ain't got nothing but some water with some electrolytes in it. That's <laughs> oh it. God, water with some electrolytes. I thought you was gonna tell us. <laughs> you... Stay, stay hydrated, people. It's hot out there. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say you had some miracle root from Venezuela <laughs> with a herb from the deep forest <laughs> of Russia or some shit that you got from Whole Foods, man. Look, I, I, I had that this morning. Oh, that that was your morning. Yeah, my morning routine this today. So, Courtney, Courtney, what you down there sipping on to get yourself started as you wind down? Some water, but I'm on some uh, tonic, tonic water and some kettle one. You know what, man? I tried that last week. What what uh, kettle one vodka? Right? About a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, you did the vodka. That shit was so disgusting. No, it's not. But listen, I like the um, I like the regular kettle one, but I also like the um, the the mm-hmm. one the lemon lime flavor as well. Mm-hmm. But with the the tonic water, of course, it's it's low cal. It's low cal, so it works. He like all that. He like all that sugar in his drink. You know, uh, nah. You get older, you mix a little, yeah, pull a yeah. ice cube in and mix a little water. Right. You don't need to mix it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Speaking, speaking it, it, you gotta of... have a, a more experienced palate. Speaking of sugar in your drink, boy, I done, I done went all the way fruity tonight, man. I went all the way fruity. I, I had a bottle of wine I think somebody brought over for a party or something uh, that been in my refrigerator for well over a year. Now, first of all, it's screw top wine. So, you know, we're not, we not dealing with the most classiest, the classiest of wine. It's something called Sutter Home Fruit Infusions Wildberry. I don't know. It's, it tastes like spiked Kool-Aid or something. I don't know. But I got my little wine glass and I'm sipping out of it. Sound like a faux loco to me, but okay. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> probably what it is. Faux loco with a screw on top, man. That, that's probably what it is. But anyway, anyway, uh, um, we won't jump right in this thing, man. We bring a special guest on. We bring on for a reason, man. Part of what we do, we like to talk. We like to have fun and you know, give people advice here and there, talk about what's going on currently in the world. But we also like to help our people out. And because we like to help our people out, you know, we like to kind of bring in experts, you know, somebody who knows what they're talking about. And so part of that thing, uh, one thing we did to bring in the ex- expert, we brought in we brought in Courtney. Um, Courtney is your money coach. Now, me, Hopefully, Courtney, you can explain it and break it down for those of us in the GED section, man. What what is a money coach, man? Talk to us. Great question. Great question, man. Listen, what I found out is that um, money is just one of those things that, you know, nobody teaches us about. You know, it doesn't come with any instructions, right? Um, So normally, it's just one of those things that we just have to figure it out along the way. And so when I got uh, started, um, you know, talking to families about life insurance, you know, uh, car insurance, homeowners insurance, also investments. You know, a lot of times when people hear that word investments, they're thinking like um, thousands and millions of dollars, but you know, we are able to um, help families get started with an investment for as little as $25 a month, you know, so people can just kind of get their feet wet. We also, um, you know, help families in areas uh, such as um, legal protection, and then we do the smart home solution, which is the security system. So it's a number of areas that we help families in, but uh, we help families to 
definitely identify areas where they're able to save money so they'll have more money to put away for their investments for savings for retirements college funds things of that nature hmm. that, that, that's good that's good to know man it, it's interesting you talk about a lot of investments and you know i guess we start off with the one thing you know insurance man that that that's real um it's a funny funny situation man because you know you got some people say man i don't need insurance man when i die it's over I give a damn about whatever happened, you know, to everybody else. I'm going to die. I'm going to make sure I die broke and old in people's money. <laughs> but, you know, how, how important is it, though, to have, uh, you know, life insurance? To have insurance Man, coverage? listen, it is very important because uh, we all know that death is inevitable. It's coming, you know. Um, so we all know our birth dates, but we don't know our death dates. So what's very, very important is that we do not leave our family members in a financial bond especially those of us that have, um, you know, little ones depending on us, you know, uh, those, those years or those times and days when, you know, 10, 15, $25,000 worth of life insurance that we thought were, you know, were good policies is just not enough. And so what I actually do is I sit down with families and show them what's called a financial needs analysis to help them to better understand how much life insurance is needed for the breadwinner in the family okay because when when your family when your family's experiencing death you know i'm just a firm believer they should be able to grieve properly so if we could take a couple dollars a month you know and, and spend on life insurance just to make sure that our kids and loved ones are taken care of why not you know allow them to be able to grieve properly once death has, has actually occurred you, you know it's interesting because i i, I hear a lot or you know, I, I read that some that a lot of family fortunes, you know, and generational wealth is kind of started by life insurance, having a life insurance policy. Absolutely. You know, you pass away and let's say you pass away and you have a hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy, you know. Think mm-hmm. about the head start that'll give your kids or your kid if once you go. It's funny when I got divorced, part of my divorce decreement the part of my divorce decree was that I had to keep mm-hmm. a, a life insurance policy on myself, <laughs> you know, in case anything happened. I've heard like, that a lot. I, 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 I want to make sure you uh, don't let that dangerous life and be gone <laughs> not leave us with anything. I had to watch out, make sure she ain't uh, she ain't had some <laughs> ulterior motives on it, you know. Sound like Mark. Martin and Gina, boy, she's setting you up by getting that policy high side. Listen, listen, it's no setup. Brian, stop it. It's no setup, man. Listen, listen, when you look at it, um, from the time you have a newborn to until they go to college, y'all, it costs anywhere between 100000 to 125000 just to properly care for one child. So, yes, you know what I'm saying? That That is, it's equivalent. Well, check this out. Courtney, with, with that being said about money and what it takes to raise a child properly, is there a rule of thumb for the amount of coverage that is needed? Do, do you put a number on that or do you say you just need some or how, how would you, you know, advise us to do that? Great question. Um, again, I'm going to say, hey, you have to sit down with me, right, uh, for me to better explain it to you. But what I do is I show families what's called a dime theory. And we're going to talk about, you know, how much is needed for burial. We're going to talk about how much is needed to run your household monthly. Uh, any other uh, debt that you have out there, we're going to discuss that. And then we're also going to discuss, you know, the kids' education, like how much are you interested in leaving for the kids? And so there's a formula that I show families there to definitely help them to better understand how much coverage is needed. Um, and then that one question that I ask families, um, this is pretty much what, what does it you know if something should happen to you would you want your family standard of living to increase decrease or stay the same and of course you know most people say they want it to increase um but at the very least stay the same but in order to do that either you have to have some money saved somewhere right or maybe you have to purchase the life insurance needed to make sure that your family does not have to suffer oh yeah okay you know, and, and that's that's real. I, I like how you bring that up. You know, how do you want your family to go? You want it to increase, decrease, or stay the same. And, and a lot of people just don't understand or just don't realize when somebody die, 
you know, you're not only losing that person, you know, you don't want to sound cold and callous, but you're losing the money. You know, that may be even more important than the person. You're losing that loop That's that it. they got coming in. That's it. You know? That is definitely it. Wow. Uh, um, now, now, let me ask you a question about, like, the type of life insurance. Because, you know, you mm-hmm. got to kind of break some things down. You know, we got some smart listeners. Uh, some of our listeners are smart, <laughs> but, you know, some, some of them ain't too bright, you know. How, how, how do you break down life insurance you know what what if i if i'm going out to buy some life insurance tomorrow what, what do mm-hmm. i need to buy awesome awesome and for the sake of time i'm gonna give you the abbreviated version but however uh what we know is that most people have life insurance on their job but see the problem with job insurance is if you decide to leave your job or the job decides to let you go guess what else is gone the mm-hmm. life insurance is gone too so it makes sense y'all it makes common sense to have a life insurance plan outside of outside of the job, one that you have control over. Okay. And so then when we start talking about those outside plans, there are only two types. Now I know it's like a million and one names out there, but you have like your cash value and you have your term life insurance. Now, all those other names out there, they fall up under one or the other. And the one that I'm going to talk to you about is the term life insurance, because that is the one that I help families with. Um, Simply because with the term life insurance, guys, only thing you're paying for is the life insurance so people are trying to figure out well how is term so much uh, less than a cash value policy it's because you're only paying for the life insurance okay because you don't need a life insurance policy with the false savings account attached to it and so with that you know people will also say well Courtney um term is just that it's for a certain period of time And you're absolutely right. But see, our goal is to show families how to purchase this life insurance, but also show them how to buy term and invest the difference. You got me? And so if we show families how to invest the difference of what they would have been spending with a cash value policy, think about, you know, 30, 35 years from now, 40 years from now, when we start talking about um, around 65, when most people retire, they have money saved. People normally purchase the insurance because they don't have the money. But if we can show them how to honestly purchase this term policy for a certain period of time, right? And then show them how to invest the difference, then after that term is up, they'll now have money saved. And guess what? Now they have options. They have options. If they want to keep the policy and continue investing, they can do that. But now they have money saved. So now they can choose to let the life insurance go if they decide to. So we just believe you shouldn't have to have it for the rest of your life if you start saving that money. So Courtney, you're talking about uh, uh, the term life insurance policy. Then you're talking about how you can uh, do some investing. I know you work, work mm-hmm. with people on investing. So what kind of, um, how would you recommend for people to invest or what kind of different financial uh, uh, things do you have pe- for people to invest in? Yeah, we're talking about all this death, man. Let's let's talk about making some money now while we're alive. Sly, you sound like some some of my prospective clients out there, should I say, like, tired of talking about this, right? But however, Jawan, great question. Um, You know, and and let me say this, like the life insurance and the investments, they're two separate products. Um, So when we start talking about the investments, uh, we offer 401k plans. We also offer annuities. Um, We also offer managed accounts and mutual funds. Of course, you know, 401ks are are pretty much self-explanatory because most folks have those um, on their job which is a retirement plan. Uh, The annuities are normally good for people that are pretty much, um, you know, entering the retirement um, stage or pretty much there in the retirement stage. And so that helps them, you know, with... um, with their investment and being able to receive money um, on a consistent basis. So being able to preserve that principle and then also receive those distributions. And then um, managed accounts are more so for, you know, uh, corporations, businesses. And then last but not least are the mutual funds. So of course, you know, most folks are, are pretty familiar with stock. And I just say, you know, when it comes to mutual fund, it's just a bunch of stock in one basket. So versus you purchasing Walmart, putting all your money on Walmart, but when Walmart is up, your money is up. But when it's down, all of your money is down. But if you have a portfolio of stock, right, which is the mutual fund, but when Walmart is down, 
it's pretty much camouflage because all the other ones are up. Like your Amazon is up, your IBM is up, your Starbucks is up. So it's camouflage. So those are the investments that we offer. Yeah, that, that, that's real interesting, man, with all of the the different uh the different the different investments and stuff that's out there, man, because I, I, I get kind of kind of worried or kind of afraid when it comes to investing stuff in the stock market. They talking about all this Bitcoin type stuff. And, you know, how do you know what to invest in, man? So, I mean, I, I mean. What, if, 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 if I want to learn about investing, how will we contact you, you know, and for you to sit, sit down and how, how will we know what, what to do? What steps will we take? Great question. Great question. So uh, what we honestly do, uh, we do a survey, okay, that helps us to better understand your suitability and helps us understand how much risk you are willing to take. And so based on how you answer that questionnaire is only seven questions, right? Seven brief questions. And depending upon how you answer those questions uh, will definitely help us to better understand what portfolio is best for you. And of course, you know, all we can do is make suggestions because sometimes you have people to come in and say, hey, this is what I want, even though the suitability questionnaire does not you know, add up to what they say. But of course, if this is what the client is asking for, then this is what we'll have to give them. But that is how we pretty much determine uh, what's best. It's, it's a suitability questionnaire that helps us with that. So, okay, that's good. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to tell us the right way now. You ain't going to tell me to go and spend $50 a week on the lotto, is you? <laughs> on the lotto, you said? On, on the lotto, that, that ain't that I'm going to your... tell you to do both. Uh oh! <laughs> Shoot! You hey, hear what you say? Nah. Diversify, diversify, diversify. Exactly. Right. Don't put all your money in that lotto. Right. Don't put all of it there. But yeah, put some of it there. Y'all <laughs> forgetting Courtney from Broad River like us now. Courtney trying to hit the lotto too. Come on now, from Monticello to Broad River. Hey, that's Uncle Elroy's sister. But Courtney, I got a good question. I believe. Yes. You know, I'm probably this. I'm the smartest one on the podcast. According, okay. according I, to your mom, your mom, the only person who believe that. Hey, don't bring my mom into this now. You know she would get on you about her baby boy. Don't play. Come on, we love check that. Check this out. You know what that. is the best? Yeah, yeah. I let her know you said it, but not Sly. She don't like him. But now, what's the best advice you would give to your to our viewers? What's the best advice that Courtney, the money coach, my sister? got to tell us about, you know, what's the best advice you want to give our viewers? We got plenty now. We, we, we international. Don't make we us go. We international in this thing, baby. We, we got up to, we That's got almost a thousand a week. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, if you, hey, if you, if, if you get a call from South America somewhere or Europe, don't be mm -hmm. alarmed. It's just a RIP 28 podcast. Loyal viewer. Just calm okay. down. Okay. As long as they don't <laughs> start hitting me up on Facebook talking about, uh, this is LeBron. Can you send me some money? <laughs> now, see, now, see, certain stuff we don't talk about. Okay. okay. We already have, we already have. All right. I'm back on task. Back on task. What would I share with Thank the viewers? <laughs> what would I share with the viewers? Well, the first thing uh, is this. Listen, guys, I just believe that what we know better, we're supposed to do better. Um, I also believe that every generation is supposed to be better than the last. So once we receive information, man, to, to honestly help not just our generation, but the next generation, we honestly have to act on it. It's, it's not time for us to, to be selfish. And, uh, you know, because believe it or not, you know, I, I sit down with people all day, every day. And some folks are just like, hey, um, nobody did it for me. So I'm not looking to do any of that, you know, for anyone else. But hey, man, it is time uh, for us and I say us, I'm, I'm talking about my people, for us to honestly do better. And that's just it, man. Let's, let's focus on leaving an inheritance for our children's children. So once we know better, let's do better. Mm, mm, I like that. Mm. I, I, I that's like powerful. that. That's powerful. That's powerful, Court. That's once powerful. Know you better. know better, you do better. Check this out, man. We're going we gonna to take a pause right now. We're going to take a quick, quick pause and throw in a commercial break right now. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about a little bit of money. We're just going to talk about some things that's going on in the world, get Courtney's opinion on what's going on in the world. We'll see you back in about two minutes here on the RIP 28 podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. 
We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.4cc.net or give us a call at 803-457-5413. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the RIP 28 podcast. Welcome back to the RIP 28 podcast, man. Uh, we, we are on live. You know, it's the fellas. And this week we got Courtney Thomas, the money coach. Now, she gave us some great advice about money. Now, we want to see what advice Courtney got about the real world, man, because this is a lot of stuff going on out there, man. We got to talk about, man. And first and up front, first and foremost, man, we got to talk about Simone Biles and what's going on in the uh, to- Tokyo Olympics, man. Young lady, uh, you know, calls herself the GOAT. She's the most decorated female gymnast, well, most decorated gymnast of all times. Uh, she, she's calling herself the GOAT, man. It's hard to argue with all the, all the medals she won and, and all the performances she's done. The girl is so good. The sister's so good that some of the tricks that she does, the judges said, we're not going to grade you on those tricks because they're so good, they're dangerous for the other people. So that that's what she was going into the Olympics with. But um, as they were entering, I think it was a team competition, she, she had the point total lead. And then she did one of her um, tricks and she didn't complete it, and she landed it. Uh, She's supposed to do like two and a half turns, and she ended up doing one and a half turns, and then she walked back to the locker room, and then word came out that she was done. It was over. You know, she said she couldn't compete anymore. She was dropping out, and that's it. That's it. Now we fast forward a couple of days. She sat down, had an interview. She talked about it. You know, you get all type of rumors and everything's coming out. Oh, she quit because of mental illness. She quit because she was, you know, she wasn't ready. She wasn't feeling well. But, you know, she came out and she talked about it. And she said she did the trick and she didn't feel comfortable. She got what they call the twisties. She was in there and she got what they call the twisties. And and she didn't feel good. She didn't feel confident in herself. And she said she didn't want to hurt the team. So she figured it was best for her to step off. Now. We are all former athletes, all us athletes on the collegiate level. And as a matter of fact, Juwan, your daughter does gymnastics, I think. One of your baby girls does gymnastics, am I right? I got two. I got two. One one does uh, competition. The other one just does it for fun because she likes it. Uh, I have one too, Juwan, my five-year-old. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see you in these competitions once they start doing team. <laughs> So let's let's say, how do we feel about her walking away? Who, I'll defer to Courtney. Let's defer to, to the ladies. Ladies first, Courtney. How do you feel about her walking away? So, Sly, I heard you say that, hey, we all uh, are former athletes. We are. Um, and y'all can tell me I've gotten soft if you want to, and that's fine. But however, what I will say is that I commend Simone. Um, And I do because although we are former athletes, y'all, we didn't have social media back then, right? And even though she she said that it was because of the twisties and all that good stuff, I think her real story is still to be heard. It will be heard um, later on down the road. But I do believe that... um, you know, the pressure and the stress has gotten to her as far as the media, uh, social media and, and everything else out there. Um, they, y'all know who they, they is. Nobody knows who they is. Like like Kevin Hart said, nobody knows who they are. They are just there, but they do all the talking. And so a lot of times they allow, um, well, we allow them to, to get in our head. And I think that's what she did um but I do I also want to speak on um you know them just not allowing her to gain the points needed um which I think is ludicrous 
because think about it. I'm going to tell my age with this one, but it's cool. Y'all a little bit older than me, but, um, <laughs> but what if y'all, what if, what if Michael Jordan, who this is not, this is not for debate, um, the greatest player, right, in the world, because of the moves he made, they don't allow him to win a championship or they don't even allow him to win, you know, in the Olympics. What if, if Allen Iverson with all his acrobatic moves, they say, well, y'all aren't going to win the Olympics because nobody else can do moves like Allen Iverson. Man, if Vince Carter does a stupid dunk, you mean to tell me they're not going to allow Vince to have those points because nobody else can dunk like that? That's crazy. That's crazy to me. Mm. So... To answer the question, I commend Simone because, listen, even though, look, Sly heard you, they say mental health is real out here. It's real out here. And we got to understand, like, look, mental health is something serious. It's something serious. So that is Courtney Thomas's answer. Mm. All right, I want to chime in now. Let me chime in. <laughs> now, I, I agree. I think the pressure got to her. If you looked, I was talking to my wife. I was like, why, why she got the bags in her eyes? She wasn't sleeping. She had bags, literally bags up on her eyes. And like Courtney was saying, I, I think that she was just listening too much. And when she made that, 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 that mess up on that one move, now it's an uphill battle. And now the pressure is just kind of mounting on even more. So do you agree with her quitting? It's hard to say. I'm not a gymnast. And so I don't know what the twisties are, but gymnasts who apparently do it, it's the twisties, right? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Twisties. Yeah, yeah. The twisties. Yeah, I, you know, it's, 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 it's apparently dangerous because they don't know where they're at in the air and they can um uh, hurt themselves. And so, um yeah, I, I have no experience on doing that. But I could tell you, like, if being part of a team and if in the middle of the game, somebody was like, on my team was like, no, nah, I just I just can't do it because uh, uh, we going to war, we battling, and it's just too too much of a mental stress on me. I probably would have felt some type of way. And that's just me because we going in the heat of battle. I'm like, we need to pull on each other to kind of uh, kind of uh, go through. But um, but yeah. So she's the best gymnast of all time, and that mantra was hard for her to keep up because everybody was expecting her to win gold in everything and she's been doing it her whole life and uh how old is she like 24 yeah. most gymnasts don't keep competing until you're 20 24 right that's a that's a big mental mental uh tasking on her so i don't fault her for quitting she wasn't gonna do any better than she did last year so like what? What did she have to gain? What she actually gave uh, another girl who uh, did I think the uh, the bar or the beans a chance to step in and she won silver and so um I think her team was was proud of her you know so as long as her team proud of her hey we just the others over here talking and so what we say really don't matter <laughs> you know so that, that's my opinion on it. Now let me ask y'all this. Oh, yeah. Do y'all think that the world or or society, um, once they find out that you are sh a strong individual, that they will test you on how strong you are? But that's because life. We, I think that's right, life, that, man. That's life. But it, don't you think like that's it's a little backwards because, and, and for a lack of better words, y'all, I'm going to say a, a weaker individual. Society is like when they do a little bit, society is like oh great job great job did you see her like did you see him he did a great job but the stronger individual is like come on you can do better so when do the stronger individual get a break when is it okay for them to honestly take that break when you retire i think yeah but i think that's part of being great and you saw all the great ones michael jordan they expect you to be greater than you were before and so that's just part of the being the goat yeah it's me um but is it a mental strain? Uh, yeah, I would think so. But certain people are, are composed differently to handle that that strain. Like you, you got the Mike exactly. MJ. He 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 cringed on the challenge. He loved the challenge. Kobe, he loved the challenge. But then you got other folks, and I'm not gonna speak any names because people already say I'm a hater of them. But uh, they really didn't like the challenge. They'd rather go team up 
with other people and (laughs) i'm just saying that that, just what it is so but that's just my opinion what what are y'all what are y'all guys y'all y'all haven't said anything yet hey look here man heavy is the head that lies the crown you know what i'm saying heavy is the head that lies the crown you call yourself the goat and without a shadow of a doubt she is the best gymnast we have ever seen you know what i'm saying at her craft there is no one better she is the best all right. I don't have a problem with you saying, oh, mental stress is getting to me. It's tough. I don't have a problem if that mental stress got to her a week before the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? And she quit then. She said, I, I got to step aside. But to quit during the performance, that's when I have a problem. To quit during the game, you can't walk out on your team during the game. You know, what if Jordan playing game six and Jordan say, hey, man, fuck this at halftime. I can't do it. And at <laughs> halftime, he don't come back out. You know what I'm saying? What if Brady don't come back out? You know, hell, the Falcons was was beating, was beating the hell out of the Patriots a couple of years ago. What if Brady said, oh, man, fuck it, man. This pressure getting to me, man. I ain't coming back out. He don't come back and win. Jordan – People say, oh, well, she had the twisties. It, it, it affected her health or whatever. Jordan played with the flu. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that flu might have been hung over whatever. But I'm pretty sure that affected his health. His health. He wasn't 100% healthy enough to play. But that dog on the inside of him, man, we talk about in sports, you got to have that dog. LeBron, you coach football. How many players you got out there yes, who, who look like Tarzan but run like Jane? You know what I'm Play saying? like Jane. That's it. They don't have that yes. dog in them. And if you call yourself the GOAT, to me, you got to have that dog in you. You know, Carissa Shields, Carissa Shields the boxer, the, the female boxer, she calls herself the GOAT, the greatest woman of all time. You know what? She got that dog in her. She know and she believe can't nobody beat her, can't nobody take her. But she went and did that MMA wrestling, that MMA shit uh, about two months ago, and that's not her thing. That wasn't her thing. And she was getting whipped them first two rounds. But she came in, she dug in and said, hey, I'm going to win this thing. She under the same, she under pressure. She got people on Facebook, on Instagram, doubting her, saying she shouldn't be here. But maybe just because I'm an older guy, you know, if I'm having a problem with Instagram, somebody talking shit about me on Instagram, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to log off of fucking Instagram. If somebody talking shit about me on Facebook, I'm going to log off of Facebook. I don't have to be on Instagram. But you're, Fly, you, you, listen. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, bro. I hate, I hate, I hate to say this as much as I hate to say this. I agree with Sly, and I know that we could get in trouble with what we say and how we say it. I'm just gonna say I love Simone Biles. Mm-hmm. I'm for the women's movement, especially, especially a black woman. I want her. I'm rooting for her. But like Sly said, if you're gonna call yourself the goat, which is the greatest of all times. You have to show up doing adversity. Life is not going to always be peaches and cream. And I use my favorite athlete of all time, Kobe Bean Bryant. During the finals, he's fighting for his life in uh, Eagle, Colorado. He got a rape case of a white female in Colorado. In Colorado, you know we ain't uh, we ain't welcoming no Colorado Courtney. He went out, and not only did he help lead his team to the championship in the face of his not only his reputation as a sports athlete, but as a man, as a father, his whole reputation is on the line. Not only does he go out and maintain his level of greatness, he took it to another level. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to call yourself the greatest of all time, I need you there during the toughest times of not only the teams, um, the teams run, but during your run too. I need you to set that aside and be there for me because this is what I've come accustomed to doing. And I, I perfectly agree with both of y'all. I think y'all saying the same thing I'm saying. 
but I, I just think she wasn't mentally – she doesn't have the same mental makeup as a Michael Jordan, a Kobe Bryant, you know. And when the times got tough, when you got to pull your britches and say, hey, hey, let's go get it. You know, you're not on top. You know, it's easy to be on top. It's hard to be down, right? Mm-hmm. And then work your way back up. Right. And I think the pressure built up because she was expected to win. And now you're down. Now what do you do, Right. So was it the, the twisties or whatever? Is it dangerous? Yeah. Should she have quit? It's tough I to don't say. quit. You know, I, Brian, you don't quit. Sly, you no don't sir. quit. Mm-hmm. But everybody made differently. Not some it. people. Not yeah, even so, oh, ask, yeah, yeah. Courtney I'm don't a, quit. <laughs> I'm going to ask this. I'm, I'm going to ask this. And it's kind of a question on subject, but it's off subject. Is that the reason? That female athletes don't get paid as much as male athletes. Nah, just that a question. No, that's, that's a whole other. I'm, I'm only asking. It's only a question. It's only no, a question. No, you already okay. know. Like people spend their money on entertainment, and guys, y'all look. When we were playing ball at Columbia High, we didn't have as many people at the women games, oh, right? Oh, no, no, that's the girl that's, game. That's, I disagree. That, that's not no, true. No, the girls no. game. Okay, girls y'all games. start talking about playoffs and um, playoff and championship. Yeah, no, y'all, look, look y'all at, try to tell look, me. Look at Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. 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 We, Courtney. Was we was there. We was there. Right, me, y'all made up half the Let me tell you something, Courtney. Comparable between the boys game and girls game at Columbia High. Not the only time ever was Col- when we Col- was in school. Columbia okay. High, the girls, the girls basketball. I don't know if you remember. This might have been Playoff. your your freshman year. This might have been y'all freshman year. Um, they split up our regions. They split up our regions. The girls varsity would play at home. The girls varsity and the girls JV would play at home. And on the same night, the boys varsity and the boys JV would play on the road. All right. Right. My own daddy ain't even come on the road to watch <laughs> us play. He stayed at home to watch the girls play who fucking had a 50 some game dad, winning streak. Smart man. He stayed at home. Everybody's not smart like your dad. Girl, they, hey, hey, at Columbia High and with Teresa Jeter, shit. Hey, they, right. they watch right. the girls. That's, they ain't, they give a damn about them. should have been packed all the time. They ain't watch. But see, that's what, that's what, it wasn't just Teresa Jeter. And I'm not going to brag on Courtney because we've been family or friends, my sister, for 40 some years. But we had players that were really good, females, that took a back seat because of Teresa Jeter. Like, I know Courtney could have shot the ball more and done more, but those girls were a complete team. You don't go on a 50 something game winning streak by having one or two good players with the competition back then with Sharzinski, mm-hmm. Gortman, and all those girls that were playing in AC floor, Eau Claire, and all that. Those girls had a complete team. Their 12th lady could be a starter at some of these other schools. Hell, so you going y'all look, are good, Courtney. I'm going to give you your at, credit. Uh, uh, what's my, my uh, DJ Liquid, my favorite my favorite girl, most talented girl in the world, uh, LaShana Mickens. Um, um, Shana Mickens. Yeah, Shana Mickens. She was the sixth man or sixth woman on, on the team her senior year and ended up getting the full scholarship to College of Charleston. And made right. all conference. She made all conference. She's the sixth That's person. Right. That's the- that good. But yeah, so yeah, hey. at, at Columbia High, nah, the girl, the girls team dwarfed the boys team. That's what. Hey, I'm not no whoa 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 whoa. Not all the time. Just shut your mouth, Sly. I'm gonna man. tell you this. I don't like Courtney, even though I love her. I don't like her. I will say that those girls was probably when I watch girls now and seeing them at North Greenville where I went. No disrespect. I just didn't get the same feel when I watched Courtney and Nikki Jett, Teresa Jeter, Melanie Murray, LaQuinta English, Deidre Stover, the Gordon sisters, and Melanie. De- I didn't get that feel. I just didn't. Those girls were special, man. I, I do feel like if we would have played them in a in a team game, we probably would have had to rough them up. Had to go Detroit Pistons style bad boys. I would have loved it. No, we wouldn't have lost Courtney because I would have blacked somebody out before we lost. I mean, we would have got all kicked out before we got. <laughs> uh-uh. 
My, my ego, my ego ain't taking no loss. Right. I'm not above that. I'm not above taking Courtney out to save my ego. I'm not above. Where's Diane Brown when I need her? She would understand. Yeah, she understands because she'll tell me, boy, don't let Courtney beat you. You lose any female. No, she would. Don't, don't you do court like that. I don't care about anybody else, but don't you do court like that. <laughs> but but it, it is interesting though, man. With with just with with Simone Biles, man. The thing is, that is going to be her legacy. Instead of being the most decorated female athlete of all times, thirty years from now, every time the Olympics come up, that's going to be the asterisk by her name. You know, even if she would have got out there and lost this year, let's say. Let's say she lost, she didn't win the medal or whatever. No one would talk about that. No one would talk about her losing. 30 years from now, they would all be talking about all the medals she won. But now, 30 years from now, they're going to talk about that asterisk, about her quitting during the match. And that's the take that I have, man, that that sucks. That really, it really sucks for her. It's not that she lost. It's the way in the manner that it happened. I think that people are going to remember. Mm-hmm. Is it fair? Is it fair? It may not be fair. That's not for me to judge. It's not fair. Even though I know when we were younger with Dominique Dawes and Dominique Mucciano and um, Carrie Strug, I know they may not have, they may have or may not have battled the mental, uh, the mental fatigue or mental struggles of a Simone Biles, but think about the physical battles that they overcame with even Kerry Strug with the hurt ankle and her yeah. going out and cementing the, the gold medal. I'm not comparing her because Simone Biles is by far the most decorated, the best, you know, gymnast, female gymnast or male gymnast ever. But I'm just saying those are the things that we remember most. Yeah. It's we, just we, about how it won, how they did it, how they came about. Yeah, I forgot all about. I, I forgot well, all about the little white again. girl. Right, that's yeah. what I'm talking about yeah, because we're Shrug. speculating. We're speculating about the social media and everything getting to Simone. But if it really was her not feeling well or or whatever was bothering her, like if it was something physically bothering her, then when we talk about, I don't want to say white girl. What's her name, Brian? Carrie Shrugs. Her name is Carrie Shrugs. Okay, her. So y'all do know, like, after she won that gold medal, like, her career was done. So you're saying, okay, so Simone, still go do what you got to do. Break up yourself. Break all your bones in your body. But at the end of the day, you're going to win this gold medal. Is that what y'all telling me? That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the level of that. I say, yeah. (laughs) That's that's not what I'm saying. Sell all the way out. Players and gymnasts and athletes that have gone through adversity that have conquered it. I'm just saying, like Jawan said, mm-hmm. don't just walk off, or Sly said, whoever it may have been, walk off during the middle of the competition. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying hurt yourself. All I'm saying is we've all as athletes have, whether on that level or a much smaller level, micro level, we've all battled some type of adversity but we haven't given up on the team. I didn't say give up, but decide not to complete the task at hand. That's all I'm saying. I understand what you're saying. If she dies, she dies. You keep sugarcoating it, man. You you keep sugarcoating it. I'm not sugarcoating it. You said it right. You said it right. She gave up on the team, man. It ain't no other way to put it, man. She gave up on the team. And that's what disappoints me. Hey, hey, I mean, I mean, if you look at it like that, that's two ways to look at it. But yeah, I'm but just you... saying I wouldn't have handled it that way. I would have gone out with my team and tried my best. And if we didn't win, we didn't win together. That's all I'm saying. Carry me out on now, my I'm shield. not saying I want her to die. That's the way I'm going as a coach. I know it's hot outside right now, but it's football season. I put my camera back on. Yeah, um, so it's hard to know what's going through her head. Um, but if it was just the fact that she was facing some adversity and she just ain't know how to deal, 
yeah, she probably shouldn't have quit. But if it was these this twisties, which I don't know what that is, um, so and it and if it is dangerous because you flip it all in the air, you can hurt yourself. Then right. yeah, she should have walked off. Um, but like I said, I'm not a gymnast. I can just speak from uh what I did play and being the athlete that I was. Um mm. and I think that's don't where y'all come from. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where y'all coming from too, right? Y'all coming from what sports y'all played and um, if you were to, or somebody else was to walk off in the middle of a team game and you need your best teammate there, you know, we're going to lose, we're going to lose together, right? That's if we're going right. to win, we're going to win together. Um, in that aspect, I, I, I see where y'all coming from. I look at it like there's Jawan. Um, I compare it to when you had to guard me in high school. You know you couldn't win. You weren't going to win. You were just trying to have <laughs> okay. a good day for your level. You never quit. Hey, whatever you I could would, say to make yourself feel better <laughs> about your game. You your ass in practice. You never gave up. And that was something that stuck with me when I wanted to give up. I said, how would you want, how did you want feel every day? And Coach was saying, get a hand in his face, Jawan. Stay in front of him, Jawan. Slide this way. And you would try your hardest. Bro, you want the quickest. You want the quickest guy. <laughs> so, but I make it sound like that on this show. <laughs> man, man, let's let's oh, let's get man. off. Let's get off this Simone Biles, man. We got a reader question. We got a reader question. We need to answer, man. I, I wanted to ask it last week when we had our mailbag, but that went a little long. So, but we want to ask this one. Says, um, here we go. Here we go. Dear Rip Twenty Eight, a couple of years ago. My girlfriend received a promotion to a management position. We both agreed that we should go out and celebrate her achievement. She has worked hard and sacrificed a lot to get the title change and pay increase. She is very pro-women in the workplace and supports equal pay. I am for equality as well. A little backstory. Her total income was about two times the amount I make. I have no problem that she makes more than me. We have different jobs. She lives in my house, and we split everything about 55-45. The majority of living expenses are my responsibility. So we celebrate and have a great time. We have drinks, food, and dessert. A few hours go by, and a $200 check arrives. Usually, we split the cost of dining 50-50, although this time she felt I should pay because we were celebrating her achievement. I ended up paying. A couple of years later, she received another promotion, to director with a pay increase. With our promotions, we spend less time together and I end up taking on more responsibility at home. She feels the same way about this second promotion. I should be paying for the celebration. I don't feel like I should pay. I've never, I have never cared enough to go out and celebrate my work life. It is not important to me. I'm a nurse and my rewards are when patients go home. Should I be the one paying for the night out to celebrate or should she signed reluctant celebrant? Should he be paying or should she pay? Go I ahead. think whoever want to pay should be paying. <laughs> if you don't want to pay, don't pay. It's as simple as that. What shit you <laughs> Somebody got to pay. You his, did his, his girlfriend or his wife? What do you think? Uh, let me see. His wife. That. I think it was his wife. Well, he say girl. No, he say girlfriend. Girlfriend? Oh. Yeah, he say girlfriend. But she lives at his house. She lives at his house, but it is his girlfriend. You know, I, I'm I'm from the I'm from the cloth, man. If you celebrating her, you should pay. It seemed like a no-brainer to me. I mean, if you celebrate Yeah, but it, it did what? It, it didn't sound like he was it sounded like she was trying to force him to celebrate her. It didn't sound like he was like, oh, let's celebrate her. You see what I'm saying? But see, well, I, I think his tone changed. Good question. I think his tone changed on the second one. The first one, you know what I'm saying? So we celebrate and have a great time. It doesn't say I didn't want to. Now, the second one, it seems like he ain't want to celebrate the second one. That, that's what I'm getting. I'm getting the the sense that he didn't want to celebrate the second one. So but, now she's making more money because in the first promotion, she was making double the amount. So she probably like triple the amount <laughs> um, at this point. But if he's feeling some type of way, communication is key. He needs to bring it back to the table 
when it comes to uh, the, the finances. He said 5545, we don't know which way that goes, but he did say that he's paying most of the bills in the house, but um, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's all I can give. <laughs> I'll say this, I think he should pay both times because if you're celebrating her, how is she celebrating if she's having to foot the bill? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. That's what I would say. But that's just the way for me now. I, I I would feel some type of way if I didn't pay for her to celebrate her. Just me. I could be wrong. I could be in the minority. I don't I don't particularly agree with that. Like when I turned 40, my wife had a me a, a big birthday shindig. We have joint account, so <laughs> I'm paying for it. <laughs> so uh, you know, but I was celebrating. Too, I'm I'm married. No, that's I'm different, married. Jawan. That's why I didn't go there because it's the same thing here. We have joint accounts, and so it's it's different. But if if we're celebrating me, then he needs to pull out the 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 credit card or, or the the bank card that we both share and just pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you know I, I, but, I buy that. They they don't have the same account, but okay. But look, there's a difference now. Y'all are married. Y'all are saying my husband, my wife. He said my girlfriend. Is that different? Does that make a difference because it's they don't have joint account? See what how long if they if they in it for like five years, see like they've been together for a while. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what I don't get, what I don't quite understand is he says when they go out on dates, they usually split it 50 50. Oh, I mean, I that, that. now what, yeah. what, I, what I'm confused about, when you split it 50-50, you ask for two checks? Or do yeah. I pay for one day <laughs> and she and she pay for the next day or something like that? You know, when, I, when I'm with, with my lady or whatever, is is you know, I'm going to take care of the bill. You know, if the bill come around, I'm going to take care of it. You know, now every now and then, and, you know, bill come around, my, my lady say, hey, I got you, I got you, I got you, don't worry, put your money up. You know, it ain't no split it 50 50 but if we dating and we together we we in a relationship like that it's whoever got it that night you know what i'm saying whoever whoever got it there might be one week i might be running short baby i'm running short you got you got me yeah i got you ain't no problem i guess i look at everything yeah. still too celebrating like how big is this bill like why is it so much of a so like that is now we have a big old shindig it might be like 5k 6k then yeah okay that's a little bit different but you just going out having a couple of drinks having dinner and y'all celebrate just y'all too it's not like a whole group of people that you're paying for so but i i don't want to count nobody else's money so it's the fact that she (laughs) has received all of these promotions and she's still depending on him or expecting him to pay for the bill but he's saying hey you got all the money you can pay for this one okay as a woman as a woman courtney that happens to you how Mm -hmm. do you feel how do you feel i mean i know lt ain't gonna let it go down like that that's my brother i'll speak for him but what if it did happen? How do you feel? Don't mm-hmm. give me and don't give me no politically correct answer. I want the Courtney that grew up on and really. I want him. I want him to celebrate me, and I shouldn't have to pull out my card because I'm me. I'm I'm the I'm the giver. Like I'm the gift giver. I'm I'm the party thrower, the event planner. Not you know, but I want people to feel good, and so. When it's my turn, when it's my time, I want the same in return. So yes, I do want him to take care of that. I don't want those worries on that night. I'm with Jawan. Now if it ain't no five thousand, six thousand, almost ten thousand dollars, yeah, I I feel like that's my I wouldn't say burden. That's my responsibility to celebrate my lady, to make her feel like her accomplishments are important. And I'm only doing it for one reason. So she'll get her ass back out there and get another promotion. If I don't celebrate a slot, she might feel like, you know, she can start slacking off, right? No, I'm just playing, Courtney. No, I saw your face. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I would definitely take care of her, no matter if she doubled my salary, no matter what promotion she got, whatever it is, whether how how big or how small, I want to celebrate her and let her know She's important and the things that are important to her 
are important to me as well. I, I, I think I think you need you need to show the illusion that you care. You know, I I think you need and, and this is this is what I mean by this. Juwan brought up something interesting about his 40th birthday. We got a partner, we got a partner who who you know makes you know who who's a multi multi-millionaire. You know, he 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 got some bread on him. All right. He had his birthday in New Orleans, right? And um, and the funny thing is, we we go down there, me and Juwan and Juwan Leroy, his brother. We down there in, in New Orleans, and we go out to a um, really, really, really fancy, expensive steakhouse. I'm talking about this top of the line. It was some top of the line shit, right, Juwan? And, and his old lady, his wife said, "Don't worry about it." You know, I'm gonna take care of it. I'm gonna take care of y'all dinner. And now this is, you know, Broad River Road, man. We ain't seen no shit like this. We ain't seen nothing like this that we got good and grown. You go to one of them restaurants that don't have no prices on the menu. <laughs> the only price say marketplace. You know what I'm saying? You in, you in a whole different right. league, you know? But we go in, and his wife said, don't worry about it. I'm gonna take care of it. And then, and then you know, the bill, the bill comes around toward the end. And, and he didn't know that his wife was going to take care of the bill. All right. So the bill comes around at the end and the wait and the waiter says, don't worry about it. Your wife is taking care of your bill for you. And he was like, wow, man, thank you. That's, that's all right. But then he stood up and thought about it. He's like, wait a minute. My wife don't have no damn job. <laughs> See, I took care of it. <laughs> I took care of the bill. But he, I mean, he wasn't mad, but, but it's just, it's just, but you have to, and, and what I say, what I'm telling that story, you have to give the illusion that you care. You know, she gave, even though she ain't paid for it, he paid for it, but she gave the illusion. I mean, she truly, she truly does care. I don't get me wrong. She truly does care, but she gave the impression that she cares. She wanted to, to treat her man. And I think this dude problem, man, you know, if you got to pay $200 for a dinner that's going to come up every couple of years, you're going to put out $200. If you can't afford to do that, man, that might not be the woman for you. You know what I'm saying? You, you might need to find a different woman with, with some, some lower taste, man. Or you, should, or you might, to be honest, you might just need to get your life together. You know what I'm saying? Make some more money. Yeah. I mean, it ain't like, <laughs> it ain't like you, you spending $200 every weekend. You know what I'm saying? It's, oh God! This a once, it's, you know, this a once every couple of years thing, bro. You, you just got to do better. You got to do better. You need bro. to go see Courtney Thomas. He need to go see Courtney <laughs> Thomas. The money. I'll let you girl. I'll let you girl. Hey, you need to do some investing. Because if he, no, I would slide. He can't do that every couple of years. Oh my God! You need to call eight zero three seven six seven six five hundred. Come on with it. Look, I don't just offer these products. Look, I help people change their lives too. Because listen, I can show you how to do exactly what it is that I'm doing. Because the financial services industry is the number one industry. I'm telling you right now, when it comes to 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 finances and income. So come holler at your girl, Courtney. If he can't reach you there. Use your email, Courtney TMC1 at gmail.com. Courtney or dot Instagram C1. Courtney dot TMC. Courtney dot TMC1 at Gmail. You got an Instagram. I mean, so you don't have no reason not to be able to take your girl out for that, that very special meal every three, four years now. We'll get you saved and we'll get you with the right team. That's we- Courtney Thomas. <laughs> And we want to make sure everybody knows we get that number one more time. You know, to schedule a consultation today, give her a call at 803-767-6500. That's 803-767-6500. That's Courtney Thomas, the money coach. You know, that'll get your life straight, man. (laughs) So that $200 won't hurt you. Please. Man. Hey, he had had to dip in his darn life savings, man. But like Jawan said, we are not. And I repeat, here on the RIP 28 podcast, we are not counting people's pockets. Well, We're put, just stating our opinions. Let's put it like <laughs> the, the RIP 28 podcast isn't counting your pockets, but, but Sylvester Williams is. Sylvester Williams going to call you out. I'm going to call you out hey, for being sorry. He's an individual entity. He's an individual exactly. entity. Sylvester, Sylvester 
Williams, not the Rip Twenty Eight. Not the Rip Twenty Eight podcast. <laughs> just, just me, just me. Not the Rip Twenty Eight. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, oh, sir. Oh man. Well, check this, man. We're getting close to time. We're getting close to our time, man. Any parting shots, man? We're going to start off with the Doc. Doc, what you got to say to get us up out of here, man? Man, everybody uh, get your money right, man. We ain't getting no no younger out here in these streets. And, uh, you know, you want to have something and put something in place for your next generation. Um, yeah, it's time to start thinking about, you know, how you spend your money and how you budget your money and stuff like that. So, uh Courtney, thank you for being on the show. Uh, and hopefully uh, we'll get a lot of people come and, and seek your services. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. All right. BZ, you got anything to say in your parting shots? BZ? Man, I'm going to take a parting shot to say I'm BZ the Great. The educator is educated. And I have been educated by one of my best friends for over all, about 40 years. And I want to say I appreciate you, Courtney, for coming on and giving us a, giving us the literacy that we need. We really appreciate you. Um, I can't thank you enough personally, not the Rip 28 podcast, but BZ the Great. I can't thank you enough for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Continue success to not only you, but all your endeavors and your family. Keep it up. We appreciate you, darling. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. All right, Courtney, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? Yes, Courtney Thomas, uh, formerly known as Courtney Wilson, but also known as Courtney, the money coach, guys, want to definitely let you guys know that I appreciate you having me to come on. Special shout out to my brother, LeBron. Uh, We've been talking for some time, y'all, and just able to get on. But listen, man, to everybody else out there, hit me up, man. It's, it's a lot of other information that I have to give uh, about retirement, uh, investments, everything that we talked about today, man. Let's just sit down with and do a free consultation and we're going to get this thing right. I'm telling you, it's time to, to break these generational curses and we are going to honestly build some generational wealth. Real quick, we want to make sure that you can get let you know how to get in touch with Courtney. You can give her a call at 803-767-6500. Or if you want to look at her on Instagram and hit her on Instagram, you can hit her up at Courtney.TMC. Courtney.TMC. You can reach her on email at Courtney.TMC1 at Gmail. And she's on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com backslash CRThomas28. Get in touch with Courtney the money coach get in touch with courtney the money coach man this has been another great episode of the rip 28 podcast man and before we get out of here man i just want to give a little bit of advice of words of wisdom from me before we get out of here don't have champagne taste on a beer budget don't have champagne (laughs) taste on a beer budget man this is the rip 28 podcast (laughs) it's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things some of those things you might like some of those things you might not like but we're gonna keep on talking about them on the rip 28 podcast we'll see you next week Thank you.